You're listening to a podcast by the Center for Action and Contemplation. To learn more, visit cac.org. A reading from the Holy Gospel as written to us by Luke. As Jesus continued his journey to Jerusalem, he traveled through Samaria and Galilee. As he was entering a village, ten lepers met him. They stood at a distance and they raised their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. And when he saw them, he said, Go, show yourselves to the priests. As they were going, they were cleansed. And one of them, realizing he had been healed, returned, glorifying God in a loud voice. And he fell at the feet of Jesus and thanked him. He was a Samaritan. Jesus said in reply, But ten were cleansed, were they not? Where are the other nine? Has none but this foreigner returned to give thanks to God? And then he said to him, Stand up and go. Your faith has saved you. This is good news from the Lord. On first hearing, of course, it obviously seems like a a gospel about gratitude and ingratitude, and it is, but not really. It's much more a gospel about insiders and outsiders. We used to call it, when we taught school, uh, the freshman-sophomore syndrome. Freshman, you could teach them anything. Yes, Father. No, Father. What do I do? You have to have that homework in at 10 tomorrow. It'll be in. Sophomores, you're wasting your time. (laughs) It's amazing. Just knowing a little bit makes you think you know everything. So the opposite of gratitude is not really ingratitude, it's entitlement. I deserve, I have a right to, I know. And we all are subject to it. So be careful that you're not the insider to every system or group or neighborhood association you might belong to. Make sure somewhere in your life You're an outsider, because these are the teachable ones. The rest of us aren't teachable, we're sophomores. We really aren't. I know it all already, and you hardly know anything. I don't know how you overcome this, except recognizing how operative it is. People who uh, are still learning, we call it beginner's mind, keep growing, too. They keep changing. They're curious. Uh, And I think we all have to challenge ourselves there. Are we still at all curious? Or do we know it all? Certainly it's a temptation for me, standing here every week, or most weeks, like I'm the teacher, and I know, and you're the taught, and you don't know. 
That's not a good arrangement, really. I'm sure there's a lot of you who could stand up here and say it much better. So we have to watch that we're not always fighting for the inside position, for it to be the in-group. Because what Jesus says, and really this is the punchline of the gospel, he was a Samaritan. So this, of course, follows the pattern that Jesus invariably, almost always, follows in every one of his teachings and every one of his parables. His own group, the Jews, his own religion, the Jewish religion, he hardly ever makes them the top guy. This is really extraordinary wisdom because uh, he knows exactly what I've been trying to say, that the insider takes everything for granted. He deserves it. I know uh, I often see this in staff, too. The new staff are so ready to do this or do that, or, and once they're around, just about two months, they know what they can get away with. They know, well, I don't have to do that. You gotta catch them in that earnest, generous spirit right at the beginning. Has none but this foreigner returned to give thanks to God? And right now in our country, we're not too attracted to foreigners, are we? We're uh, pretty much circling the wagons around what is supposed to be our in-group. Now the only people who can see that are people who are not a part of the in-group. For those of you from a Hispanic background, you have a head start. Because you're not the dominant group in this country. All things being equal that should allow you to see what's really going on. And the people who see it last are people like me, with a nice white skin and a German name. Oh yeah, we, we're the insiders. Huh? So we're the last to be converted. We're the last to understand. We're the last to return in thanksgiving, not just for anything, but for everything. If any of you are fortunate enough to have any um, new immigrant friends, you see this in them. Just grateful. Yes, what can we do? I mean, uh, it's no accident that El Paso has the lowest crime in the country. Now, white people would like to believe it's the worst, but it isn't. In fact, statistically, it's the best. Because people have just come across and are still outsiders, they know they have to obey the rules. We who think we deserve all these entitlements, all this Americana, we sometimes are the most spoiled, the most stupid, and the most like sophomore.